My name is Alana and you are listening to Give a Damn, a podcast that intentionally and mindfully explores life's common challenges in order to break down the barriers between us and become the best version of yourself. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Give a Damn podcast. My name is Alana Weinroth. Uh, I'm going to say happy Friday because it's a Friday when we're recording this. And uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day whenever you're listening to this. I always say the self-help podcasts are great for walking your dog, for vacuuming and cleaning your apartment, um, you know, for taking a long drive. So hopefully you're doing something really peaceful and intentional right now so that you can listen in on this really great uh, episode today. So as you guys know, I've been doing a lot of solo episodes, walking through hills, uh, recording on my phone, just trying to make it more of like a girlfriend chat, like we're just sort of catching up together. But I really believe that the interviews are so impactful as much as I love to talk to you guys. I have a, a amazing community of people who are a wealth of knowledge um, and are just really special. So today I'm bringing on my friend Dasha. And if anyone's ever done their yoga teacher training before, you know that the group of people that you do it with, you basically become soulmates for life. Dasha's um, <laughs> nodding. It's true. Um, And it's because it's such an intimate time in your life. Everyone's there because they really want to double down on themselves and they really want to help their communities. And so you just have a group of like-minded people and who are really intentional and also really excited to share their gifts with the world. So it's a very introspective time. We went through our training about four years ago. Yeah. And haven't even spoken a ton since, but saw Dasha doing incredible things via social media. And I'm just so, so excited to bring her on today. So I'm going to give her a proper intro and uh, stop gabbing about her and let her tell you herself. But um, Dasha Glosman is a certified health and wellness coach and founder of The Balance Method. She leads one-on-one coaching and a group coaching program for busy professionals who are looking to find balance in their lives, feel good in their bodies, and walk and walk with radiating confidence. Coming from the corporate world, she understands how easy it is to feel burnout and how easy it is to slowly start prioritizing everything else in life instead of yourself. Her work is centered around helping others step into the best version of themselves through their health choices, because in order to show up for for others, you have to show up for yourself first. Dasha, welcome to the Give a Damn podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You're welcome. This intro is like everything that I built this podcast around. So I'm just so excited that not only are you walking that walk, but you're also spreading this message to the community. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a wild journey, but basically like my own journey and everything that I've been through has led me to this moment where like a compilation of just realizing that I am so like jazzed up and lighted up by helping other people get to this place that like everyone deserves to be in of just like feeling good in their bodies it it's it's magic so 
Yeah. yeah. And you think that that's like a given, but it's really not. It's really, really not. Um, and there's just some helpful tools. And I mean, you spent a lot, a portion of your life, right? As a lot of us not feeling that way and coming to that own discovery yourself. Um, so yeah. And we have so much in common. It's crazy. But I really want you to start by sharing a little bit about your background because your background is so unique. And um, I think it's, I really love people's stories and how they shape them into who they are. So can you just tell us a little bit about like how you grew up and your family and how this came to be important to you? Oh yeah, totally. So my journey has been pretty long because I, so I, to start out, like I come from an immigrant family and I'm actually, my youngest brother is first generation. So we came over here um, many years ago, but basically like I come from a family where my dad was always the one like working really hard to try to make like a living for us. And he came here like basically working daytime, um, you know, driving or washing cars. And at night he would be driving taxis and working, working. So it was like that grind mentality of like getting us to a better place. And, you know, also the culture that I come from, I am Russian and which is a little bit more like, I'd say like suppressed with like feelings. Like it's not something you really talk about or something that really comes up in conversation. Like I remember one time my mom, she wanted she like I came to her saying like oh this girl hurt my feelings at school and she like looks at me and she's like feelings like what do you mean oh and so, <laughs> yeah. so I, I grew up in this household where like we didn't really talk about emotions a lot and like mind you my family like so much love and support but like the feelings piece the emotions and really like diving into like what you are like intuitively feeling was not a thing and so I grew up with you know like the working hard mentality my dad was always the one working building a life for us and I kind of knew my path like you know I was I knew I had to go to school get an internship get a job like go in the corporate world and just like I knew what I was supposed to do and so that's what I did. And I went through like high school as a straight A student and like, you know, did everything by the book, like everything like I needed to. And then in college, I ended up getting to a place of like complete and utter burnout where I felt like I had hit like rock bottom. And my, one of my girlfriends at the time, she had told me, she's like, you should go take a yoga class. And I like looked at her and I was like, what? Like I danced my whole life. And I, to me, like, that's such a slow pace of movement. Like, and what I thought I was like, that sounds so boring. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, um, lo and behold, I was at a place where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go try it. And of course, like I go through the class, I'm like laying there in Shavasana and I just started like bawling my eyes out mm. and all of these emotions, like all these things and feelings that like I just never really even bothered to like bring attention to in my life and constantly like put away came up mm-hmm. and it was like this such crazy powerful moment where where I felt so drawn to keep coming back and like felt curious about like what that feeling was and what that emotion is and like where it was even coming from like what it could do for me how it could serve me further and so I started to explore that more and more And then out of college, ended up doing yoga teacher training with you, um, which was just like an eye-opening, it like changed my world type of experience, as you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
of course, like I went into a corporate job still. And a lot of that got put on the back burner, like that spiritual awakening portion of my life got put on the back burner because my job came first. And like, I was so good at just like making sure that that was my priority. And I was really good at my job and everything that I was doing, like success was kind of the forefront, um, before like anything else. And then a couple of years ago, like I got put into this, a bit of like a transformational period where like, I really hit rock bottom because I realized like I was prioritizing everything else in this world, except for me. And I was forced to change so much in my life, including my habits, my just everyday like routines, what I was doing, what I was eating, how I was working out, just my relationships, everything in my world flipped. And as I started to pay attention to myself and like learn to really like manage my stress, which was always an issue for me. And like all these things that were just stuff that I ignored in the past, I started focusing on it and all of a sudden I saw like this huge shift in my own health and that is like people started telling me that I was glowing and I had never heard that before and like my whole entire energy changed just by like the the lifestyle habits that I was now you know now creating in my life um and so seeing that, seeing that transformation on my own self, that is what pushed me into this direction of becoming a health coach. And, you know, now working to help others feel the same way, because I think everyone deserves to feel this. And like you were saying, like, it's, it seems so easy, but we don't think about it all the time. Yeah. Having that accountability and having somebody just there by your side doing it is sometimes all you need. Yeah. And you're, and to be clear, you're now doing health coaching full time. You quit your corporate job. Yes. <laughs> oh, congratulations. It's so exciting and probably incredibly empowering. It's an unbelievably surreal feeling, but I feel so confident in my decision. Obviously like leaving corporate was insanely difficult and I was, yeah. I was super scared to do it. Cause that's like all I knew. And the thing that was considered like the right path, you know, but I, I couldn't be happier. This feels so right. That, and that is all that you are supposed to lead with. Oh my God. I talked about this in my yoga class this morning. I told everyone, please erase the word should from your vocabulary entirely. Yeah. You do like, whenever you say should, you're doing something wrong, like, or something you don't want to be doing. So we all do what we should do. Also, we're, I think we are the first generation that doesn't, that is breaking out of that mold of like checking the boxes, going to school. Do you do the four year, you know, four years of school, then you get the corporate job. Um, our parents and our grandparents did that because that was the American dream. Like that's what you, that is what you did to be successful. But now we're seeing that the most successful people are actually the ones who do what they love and work the least amount of hours and, and are more efficient with their time. I mean, I cringe saying this, but like TikTokers and like influencers are a perfect example of that. But it's still not easy. Like we're still learning how to sort of break away from that mold for the first time. So anyways, the point is like, you are now like the umpteenth person that has said, I left my corporate job because I finally just wanted to do what I wanted to do and feel liberated by it. 
Yeah. And I think like with our generation, we're kind of coming to this realization of like, the question is what serves you? Like, it's no longer about just doing what the American dream is and just getting to this place of like working, working a nine to five. And ultimately you get to retirement, you know, and yeah. that's really what a lot of our past generations did. And their goal is to like provide for their families and create a life for them. But now I think the attention is like pivoting back on ourselves yeah. at a crazy rate. Like we, and we're doing things that really we want to prioritize and that feel valuable to us and that like make our time valuable. And like you said, like doing what you love the most and also finding a way to like financially support yourself and, um, and really feel success in that. I mean, like that's, that's, that's the money. <laughs> that, that's the American dream. That's yeah. the new American dream. So let me ask you, how did your dad react when you told him that you were quitting your corporate job and you were going to go into health coaching full time? Because I'm sure a lot of people feel that anxiety of approval of our families. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I am very independent. I make my own choices, but like my dad's opinion really matters to me a lot because he started his own business and he created this whole entire life for our family. So I came to him and kind of gave him my rundown of like what I wanted to do, asking for his advice. Like, do you think this is a good idea? Should I leave corporate? Um, and he just paused and was like, do you think that this is something that you are like passionate about and that you want to do long-term? And I looked at him, I was like, yes, like this is, this is everything to me. Like I feel, feel it to my core. And he was like, then I give you every green light that I have. Oh my gosh. But of course, like from a business standpoint, it's great that I have his support in that sense from like a health and wellness standpoint. They're like, what are you doing? Like, you're not a doctor or a lawyer. Like what's going on? (laughs) They actually don't know what you do. No, I'll explain it to them like 50 times. And they're like, so what is it again? (laughs) Because again, it's like kind of a newer, it's kind of a newer thing. And now in our generation, I now know I've actually interviewed on the podcast, another health coach and then a professional or like a personal development coach. But I don't, I don't think that our parents, I know that they were not going to health coaches and personal development coaches. That just wasn't a thing. Not at all. And that's the whole idea of like suppressing your feelings came in, in my life because it was, it was just never a topic like therapy wasn't a thing, like right. the word anxiety, like my parents didn't even know what that means until like maybe a couple months ago. When I, oh like, my gosh. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like, funny. My mom, my mom would say that she'd say, well, if I, if I work on myself, isn't that selfish? Because that's what her parents told her for so long, like working on yourself or self-care and anything like that, that was selfish. Like you provided for your family and you put them first. And I was like, I am so grateful that we were born when we were so that we actually learned that that's not true. And they, they're just learning it for the first time in, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, but like better like than never, you know? Absolutely. And I think like, it's, it, it's so funny. Cause now we, we say all the time, like, putting yourself first is not selfish at all. Like it's the, it's the best thing you can do for yourself, but it doesn't mean that you also give up being there for other people and putting other people in like a priority position. Like you still can, 
However, creating boundaries and ha- holding the space to better care for yourself and make sure that you are able to show up for other people by showing up for yourself first is, is the most important thing. Like you have to show up for yourself. If you don't, then like you can't expect your relationships to be on point and like thriving and healthy. Like you can't expect your career to be um, taking off if you're, if you're not in a headspace yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Completely agree. I love that this is like the premise of your coaching. So tell us a little bit more. I, I know that every, and I want to make this very clear to listeners. Cause I, I said, I've had a health coach on before my friend, Sam human, but not everyone is the same. Like you create your, you have your own structure, you have your own plan. And also different people resonate with different people. It's just like listening to a podcast. Like when I was starting my podcast, I had so many limiting beliefs that there were already like self-help podcasts. Why would anyone listen to me? And then I realized like, there's just people who like just relate to me better. And I relate to certain people better. So, so that being said, like you have a unique program, the balance method, tell us about it. Yes. So the balance method is a combination. It's a holistic wellness approach to health. So it's a way of finding balance in your life. And it's really serving like busy professionals, people who are, who are so good at prioritizing everything else that a lot of time they forget about themselves. And it's focused around when I say holistic, I know it's sometimes like such a a vague word. People are like, what does that even mean? But it really encompasses like mind, body, and your spirit and like the soul level of health. So without like your mindset being like healthy and, and having like a really strong and positive mindset, you can't have, you can't be physically healthy. Like the, all three think of it as like a triangle. They're all intertwined and they all depend on each other to stand. And so this is a, like a balanced approach to your health. So looking at all three levels and diving into like the mindset piece where we go into like really understanding like your vision and why you're doing the things you're doing, because without that, without really knowing what it is that you're working towards, like that's when goals become unsustainable. And like, that's when we start to fail at things because we don't know what we're doing it for. And this quick, motivational goal that you have and you complete it short term and it rocks or like, you know, or you fail at it because it's just too much. So the idea is creating sustainable goals for yourself through the mindset piece, getting past those limiting beliefs, holding you back from achieving your goals. Mm. And then, um, from a diet standpoint and like fitness, I do not do like meal plans or fitness regimens. Like that is not my thing because I do not believe in that. I think everyone is so bio individual and requires the like very separate plan quote unquote, you know? And so it's focused on intuitive eating, finding food freedom and getting to a place where like you are comfortable eating what you want but making sure that you're like implementing as much nutrient density in your food. So trying to add as much as you can of the healthy stuff and just like simplifying every, every like health lifestyle hack, uh, routine, um, just like process in your life because it doesn't need to be complicated. I think a lot of times we overcomplicate health and like what it is. And and we tend to overthink it and think it's like so many different things. And obviously like 
the market these days, like think about how saturated it is with all these different supplements and vitamins and weight loss, fat loss, things that you can buy. Like it's so easy to get into all of that and get lost in it. So it's a way of simplifying your health and finding balance so that you have sustainable, sustainable habits that are just don't feel like work and make you feel really, really good. This is so great. I feel like anyone could do your program and be successful. Like you've really set it up for anyone to be able to do it. Cause I, I, I agree. Like, I don't think meal plans, um, and workout plans are for everyone. Like, I think that's where people really mess up is they, they say, okay, you have to do hit training four times a week and then add in cardio. And it's like, some people don't like hit training and some people don't like to run, you know, some people don't like yoga. So what you're saying is like, you help your clients find what they love to do and the foods that like make them feel good and that they like to eat and then learn to just sort of intuitively incorporate those versus like, do you think like versus like stress eating is kind of what you're like steering away from or like, like stress responses? Absolutely. Stress management is a huge part of the program. So it goes into like the different tools and techniques, like first identifying what your stressors are in your life and getting to like the root cause of them. And then from there, learning the tools to manage that stress. So that way it doesn't control you during the day. Cause often it does. And that anxiety starts to like dictate what we do and how we act and just like our thoughts, um, throughout the day. So learning about the stress um, and how to overcome it and manage it and build resiliency. So that way you make room for everything else in your life. You know, I love that. I love that. And so much of our stress is really just our mindset. So you're helping them with the mindset, right? Just like not letting things trigger you anymore. You know, you're, you're intuitively eating. So you're not turning to this, like the snacks and the junk food because you're less stressed. And then you're being better about what you put in your body. Um, I love this. This is like such a comprehensive program for literally anybody to do. Yeah, it is. It has so much in it. And it really comes down to like getting clear in your mind. So that way you can like intuitively make choices every day. And finding that connection with like your mind and your body is so powerful and so crucial because, you know, like even through yoga, we talk all the time about like the mind body connection and what that really means. And so many people will go through classes, like just doing the movement, just doing the sequence, but not actually like tuning in and hearing what they need. I would, I would agree with you so much. I actually had a realization. I think when we were in our, our teacher training Mm -hmm. that I had spent years doing yoga and getting nothing out of it that I should have. Like I, I did it for the wrong reasons. I did yoga because one, I thought it was cool and trendy at the time. Two, I was also a dancer and thought that yoga was like kind of the closest thing, even though I would prefer to be dancing. And yeah. three, I did it as like a form of like exercise. So was like, am I burning enough calories? Am I moving quick enough? So my mind is only thinking about those things. And I think it wasn't until we did our teacher training that, and I think that's also just like a big thing is like we do, it's the should, like we should do this so that we can like, check off that we moved our body today instead of being like, I'm going to do this because like, I really 
want to do yoga today. I want to ground down. I want to tune into myself and my, or like my body's sore. And I just think this is like such a loving thing to give it today. Like, do you, do you feel like you hear that often from people that like they've spent years doing things for literally the wrong reasons? Absolutely. All the time. Like everyone, I I think it happens more than we think because everyone's just going through the movements and everyone's going through what they should be doing and what they're expected to be doing without actually like thinking about their own physical human self. Like you have a body, you have this, like you are a unit essentially. Right. And we don't think about ourselves enough. We're always thinking about everything else and looking at everything else in this world. And like with yoga, oh my God, like I had this, I had this moment the other day where like my practice for a really long time was like yours, like before our teacher training where like I was just going through the movements. I was, you know, kind of getting something out of it here and there, especially when a teacher was a lot more spiritual and could speak to that. But then that was pretty much it. And then we went through teacher training. And as I started to learn how to develop like that mind body connection and really like listening to myself. Well, the other day I was in a yoga class and like, to be honest, I did not resonate with the teacher at all. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I'm in this class. I could sit here and just do the sequence, but I just like closed my eyes and used her sequence as like a shell basically to my practice. And then just started doing what felt good to me. And I just made it completely my practice. And I got so much out of it. And before I would like walk out of classes and be like, oh my God, that teacher sucked. Like I couldn't do anything. Like it ruined my whole practice. But I was able to tune inwards and intuitively move through like what I needed there and then. Mm. And it changed everything. That is so next level. That's like next level intuitive. It's also, that's next level of being really controlling of your own thoughts. Because I think that if you walk into a class and you don't like a teacher, it is very easy to tell yourself that the class is ruined and then not enjoy the rest of the class. So you have that expert level of intuition and control over your emotions to say, I'm going to use this as a shell and I'm going to actually soak up this time as much as possible. Having the most abundant mindset you like, that is the definition of an abundant mindset. That's incredible. Yeah. And I think one of the most important things that we have to remember, and one of the things that I harp on, especially in the balance method is the idea that your thoughts are just thoughts and it's only a perspective and it's not a fact. And that is where the game changes because when you can realize that like your negative self-talk, like anything that comes up throughout the day that might like hold you back from doing what you want to be doing, like it's just a thought and it's not actually reality because our reality is what's actually happening around us. And that doesn't change. Like reality is going to stay the same, like your external environment. What does change is how you perceive it. And so like the more you can think in that way and learn, like, I always say like, so an acronym for like fear is a false evidence appearing real. Love it. It's not, it's not real. Not real. Fear is literally what we, like we create in our minds around the things that, that yes, they may be, they scare us, but could actually be an opportunity for growth. 
Absolutely. I love, we're speaking the same language, sister. I'm so all about this. <laughs> I know. I love talking about this. Oh, I could honestly go on and on, but the listeners are like, okay, now you guys are just like totally geeking out. Yeah. But if you want to geek out more with us, they should definitely connect with you to learn a little bit more about balance method. And um, is there, how does it work? Like, do they book like a consultation? Like how does your sort of like process work for taking on new clients? Yes. So I have room for both. I have spots open for one-on-one coaching, but also I just um, open cart for my group program, which starts on August 9th. Um, so there are still spots available and basically if you're interested then um I have a link in my Instagram bio which you can click through to book a curiosity call with me basically just to chat about your health goals what's going on and see if it's a good fit and then from there um there's more information in that link but um then we talk about how you can get involved and join the community I think like the program I'm so beyond excited about because it's just like this next level of community feel and like accountability and like having a group of like-minded humans who are all on the same path for personal growth and development and can like, you know, encourage each other and be there for one another in the same experience. Which is such an important element of this process. Like we said with our teacher training, like you, when you are with a group of people who are going through the same thing. And I typically found that in our, in our training, Dosh, I don't know if you noticed this, but like everyone was going through a very like pivotal period in their life or like a transitional period, like whether it was like going through a breakup, graduating from school, leaving it, being in between jobs, having just moved to Los Angeles. So it's really cool because you get to like create community in this new place and everyone's really going through a hard thing. So we're able to support each other's in like even deeper ways. So I think the group coaching, especially something like this, if you're brand new to being like being aware of your health and wellness, really cool way to create like friendships and accountability around it. Absolutely. And you get to meet incredible humans and like the bonds. Oh my God. Like when I think about our teacher training, the bonds that you create are literally a lifetime. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, I mean, here we are four years later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dasha, I will tag you in the show notes, but is there anything else you want to share or do you want to like throw out your Instagram handle, anything, any final words? Yeah. I'm, my Instagram is just, my name is just Dasha Glossman, um, but you'll have it tagged, but all the information's in there for one-on-one coaching, group coaching, um, please do not hesitate to reach out. I'm such a friendly face. <laughs> she is. I love talking to people. So never be scared to. I'm so excited for everything to come. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I am too. I will, um, I'm going to post a video clip on my Instagram. So probably the day this comes out is a clip. So please, please watch the clip so you can see how sweet Dasha is. Like the most like loving, kind person you've ever met. Um, <laughs> Dasha, thank you so much for connecting with me. Thank you for sharing this with my community um, and just for everything you're doing. I'm so excited for you. 
Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, you guys. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day. Um, thank you so much for listening. And as always, my friends, give a damn about your community. Give a damn about your neighbor. But most importantly, give a damn about your damn self. Oh, and there's still merch available on the website. So check it out if you haven't yet. Give a damn community.com. All right, you guys. Have a great day.